Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Tree Blossom. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today our very special guest is from Millbrook. Just saying. Um, <laughs> we welcome Dr. Bobby Davey, and we'll be chatting about new methods of pain management therapy. Good is morning, that right? Doctor. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, good morning. Yes, okay. <laughs> Thank you for having me today. It's oh, our thanks great pleasure. for coming, Dr. Bobby. So, uh, uh, Doctor, uh, you have a very interesting uh, professional degree. You're a doctor of physical therapy, right? That is correct. And how does that differ from the usual physical therapist who yells at you saying, lift your foot up higher or something? Uh, those like uh, the, the PTs at the gym, so those personal trainers. Right. They're the other PT. Um, so we are trained specifically you know, to look at the musculoskeletal system as a whole and then also look at, um, you know, the neurological components and the vascular components where at the gym... Vascular meaning? Blood supply. Okay. We're all about blood supply okay. <laughs> and getting your blood moving. Um, where those, you know, the personal trainers you might have at the gym, the kind of like, you know, what, what were you just saying? Like the go tougher, go tougher. Um, you know, they're there for a wonderful workout. And we have really good relationships yeah. with But I was also trainers. thinking of the, the great professionals in the hospital who, you know, after you've had hip surgery or something, says, oh, you got to lift your foot higher, please, <laughs> yes, and put is. the weights on. Yep, that's also us. We do that, yeah. too. And then after the hospital, you come see us. At most physical therapy. Okay, <laughs> we'll, okay. We'll most do that same and stuff there. Most. M O S T. Where are you located? Exactly? We are in um, Millbrook, and we are also in Rhinebeck and Hopewell. Okay, so you've expanded the practice since I first became familiar. Yes, with yes. the physical therapists in town. So that's wonderful. How many people? Uh, how many therapists do you all have now? We have, I think it's about eleven, ten or eleven um, physical therapists, and then in. I think three PTAs, so they're the physical therapist assistants mm -hmm. who also treat patients. Um, and then we also have personal trainers, I think three of those. So we oh have, boy. you know, quite a large, quite a staff. yeah, big staff now. Wow. Now, you, you, you want to talk about pain management, Dr. Bobby. And, you know, um, there's a lot of controversy out there now about uh, running to pills for pain management, especially these opioids, and then people get hooked on them and it becomes a big criminal problem. I mean, for example, my wife had... Uh, gallbladder surgery and it was uh, not microscopic what are you uh, the laparoscopic. laparoscopic thank you well, you know little incisions and they, they gave her a, a bottle of these opioid pills 48 of them and it was like less than two bucks with medicare and she took one it made her sick to her stomach and she switched to you know an over-the-counter thing and you're left with all these pills and that's how they get on the street of course we took them to the police department and turned them in and they incinerate them so uh are, are you trying to convince people to stay away from the pills and just work it out naturally? Um, yes and no. So okay. <laughs> um, if we can avoid using those pills in the first place and teach people, you know, to manage their pain and to reduce their pain, you know, that's our goal. But sometimes people have such severe pain that those pills are a great jump start as long as they're also doing therapy. So the trouble sometimes with the pills is, when you take them, they can reduce your pain if they don't make you feel sick. Right. Um, but once the pills are gone, typically your pain is still there unless mm -hmm. you've done something to improve you know, your, your physical condition. condition. Exactly. So sometimes they're actually a great conjunction with therapy. But, okay. um, you know, really, well, that makes you know, sense. I would love if my patients, you know, wouldn't have them and would just yes. do therapy. But, you know, sometimes it's necessary. Right. Well, Dr. Right. Bobby, um, what kind of uh, uh, issues are you seeing in your practice? Uh, is it, you know, 
the after effects of, 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 of automobile accidents, uh, hip surgery, neck surgery, all kind of thing? Or Yes, all or, of the above. Yeah. Um, we do see a lot of automobile accidents. Wear your seatbelts, everybody. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we also see a lot of athletes, you know, with just sports injuries, young children, you know, with, you know, lifetime chronic conditions. And we do see a lot of post-operative, you know, knee replacements, hip replacements. Um, we do a lot of fall therapy. So people, you know, who are either fearful of falling or have had falls. So we do a lot of that, that as what well. What is that, fall therapy? We do a lot of balance training and a lot of just okay. strength and being able to move your body in and out of, you know, positions like getting up off of a soft couch. Can you do it? Or is that going to kind of make you feel uneasy? And so we do a lot of just, you know, you know, good good balance training that is hard to do at home. I see. Now, you, you strike me as somebody who's got to have a lot of patience with this. I we, mean, yeah. you're not like a marine drill structure, like, get up off that couch, let's go! Sometimes, Moment. yeah. No. <laughs> depends on the patient, maybe. I don't know. Absolutely. It depends on the patient, yes. So a little bit about yourself. How'd you get interested in this? Oh, my gosh. I have been interested in physical therapy since I was a very young child. And I saw a clip of a physical therapist working with a child who was um, getting through cancer. And they were teaching him to walk again. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do that. And then, of course, I thought it was just like a childhood dream. Right. And then, you know, I just stayed interested in it <laughs> over the years. So, And now I'm one. So. And, and what, kind of, yeah. what kind of educational background is required for your position, doctor? Well, actually, what's very interesting is that a lot of the PT physical therapy programs used to look a lot for, you know, backgrounds in, you know, athletics and sciences, um, you know, anatomy, all that. But now a lot of programs are looking at um, students who have a background in more like psych and interpersonal type of, um, you know, backgrounds and fields because that interpersonal relationship they're finding is almost almost more important than the sciences, which they can teach. So the emphasis is on therapy. Yes. Yeah. 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 It seems well, to be. I mean, I'm thinking back the first time I ever went to a physical therapist. I was a child. I was young because I had had to have a surgery on my arm. And um, I was in love with my physical therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I really looked forward to going to therapy. And um, the, the you know, after any surgery, you can't believe how atrophied when you're right uh, whatever it is your toe or your foot or your arm or whatever it is has been um, at rest and healing for whatever reason so it's really amazing it's it's great to take that journey so you do have to connect with that person yes you do yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course I kind of you know have a, my strongest interest in this chronic pain and there's just such um, you know a psychosocial component to that that really tell us about that what yeah. do you what do you mean that there's a, a what did you For call it psychosocial um, you know one of the easiest examples to wrap your head around is you know, if you are um, about to score, like, the winning goal of some, you know, game, you're playing football or something, and you sprain your ankle or break a bone, but you score that point and you have the crowd around you, you know, think of the pain you might feel then versus, you know, if you're, like, at work moving heavy equipment and no one's around to help you and you're, you know, upset and then you, you know, have that same injury, the pain levels are different. Um, and it has a lot to do with just the hormones going through your body and the chemicals going through your body. And so, like, like, a, yeah. like adrenaline, you mean? Adrenaline does have yeah. a huge effect. Whoa. And so, once you get to this kind of chronic pain, which is any pain that's beyond 
three months, sometimes six months, but typically we say three months because that's how long it takes ordinary um, injuries to heal. To heal, There's, you know, this huge psychosocial component where maybe there's something else going on in your life, like a huge stressor, um, or you're, you know, maybe have something like depression along with it, or you're upset because you're out of work or can't play your sports. And sometimes you can't actually reduce your pain until those other stressors are, are dealt so, with. So, Dr. Bob, you're taking a holistic approach and looking at the entire patient. Absolutely. All right. So that's tremendous. Yeah, it's uh, very, that's, that's, that's eye-opening. It's, and it's interesting that you can have the same injury, but the circumstances being right. different, that, right. that right. it has a different physiological effect on your body. Now, you that, talk, to me, is You're unreal. talking about a, a, a three-month threshold for chronic pain. Is that three months nonstop pains? Like, for example, being an old geezer, my hip bothers <laughs> me, but not all the time. Yeah. Like on and off, on and off. That's been that way for years. Yeah. Uh, and I just Does it hurt before you do the radio show? No. No. <laughs> being with you, being with you, it my darling. every pain that you have in your Being with you body. just brings out the joy of life. <laughs> Um, well, to answer your question, that <laughs> that pain can be, we call it intermittent. So you can have pain on and off for three months, and it's still considered chronic. Um, so I think a lot of people don't actually realize they're in chronic pain until they've had it for about a year. So they just but live they with have, it. Yeah. And you power, but they don't have to. Power yeah. through it, and you don't have to. You can go to physical therapy and yes. see Dr. Bobby. That's exactly right. And get it right. fixed. Yes. <laughs> how, how about, um, you know, uh, the very elderly who, you know, they're, they're stooped over and they, 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 every, every movement hurts. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't expect you can bring them back to the vi- vitality of their 30s, but can everyone be helped by physical therapy? Everyone can be helped. And these, you know, elderly individuals you're talking about actually can get strength gains and build muscle, which is, you know, truly amazing. You can build muscle you know, into your hundreds, as long as you are exercising. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to find out more about that from our great guest, Dr. Bobby Davey, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary, on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Dr. Bobby Davey. And Sarah, who keeps us fresh and exercised by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, visit them at salisburybank.com. And by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster East Fishkill, Fishkill Goshen, Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Kingston Sunrise, Millbrook Nanuet, Newburgh, and New City, New York. I'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities our world a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. 
Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's AARauctions.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, Ulster Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Kruger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Kruger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. Welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebwasser. Well, good morning, Sarah O'Connell. Well, good morning, Jonah. And we're chatting with um, Dr. Bobby Davey, who is a physical therapist from most um, practice, um, medical practice in, um, well, you're stationed in Millbrook, right, Dr. Bobby? I am in Millbrook. But you also have? Yep. We also have clinics in Rhinebeck and in Hopewell. And it's most M-O-S-T. And you deal, um, your area of expertise outside of being a physical therapist is on pain management and yes. how to how to resolve it, how to manage it, how to get rid of it. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, a little bit of information out there when there should be maybe a deeper understanding, shall we say, you know, you're right, about Sarah. pain you're, and, to, and to get that yeah. deeper understanding, let's, let's, Get a very basic question. Yeah. Medically, what is pain and why do we have it? Why do we have pain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So pain just kind of, um, you know, is a basic understanding. It's just there for protection. So it's a way that your body kind of warns you that, you know, part of your tissue, which can mean your bones or your skin or your muscles, um, you know, anything in your body is about to be damaged and you don't want to damage it further. So that's kind of that initial why pain is there. But what exactly is pain? Um, so a lot of people, you know, if you think like you stub your toe and you will, you're, you have nerves that connect from your toe to your spine to your brain, you know, will think this message kind of goes up to your brain and goes, oh, I'm hurting. Um, but it's way more complicated than that. Um, our brains, you know, have, um, you know, components for 
that toe area that it's thinking about and also for you know your surroundings what environment are you in when it happens and who's around you and what are you thinking about and what are your emotions and everyone has this unique thing called a a pain map some people call it where all of these different areas of your brain will light up when you should be experiencing pain um, to kind of warn you something's not right, we're in danger. Um, so everyone's pain map is different, and we're just kind of beginning to look at what a pain map even is. Well, you brought up a, a, a topic that that the pain is generated, but, but the type of pain or how severe it is is also dictated by when it happens and where it happens, by your emotional state, yes. for lack, I mean, I mean uh, as a non-professional medical person. Am I understanding that Absolutely. Your, okay. your emotions can, you know, intensify the pain. They can reduce the pain. And it's not just emotions. Um, you know, some people say, you know, when it's about to rain, oh, I hurt when it's going to yeah. rain. They're actually, yeah. they're not making that up. It's pressure changes, you know, chemicals. Anticipation of pain can actually make pain worse just because you're like those- ready for it and you're making the, your brain aware. I'm ready. I'm ready to, to, to be to produce to, it. Yeah. yeah. It's like those old westerns with Gabby Hayes when he said, Yeah, my rheumatism's acting up. It's going to rain. Right. You know? right. Um, and also, uh, people have different levels, thresholds of pain. Like, for example, my wife, nothing bothers her. Yeah. Uh, when, when she gave birth to our, our son, uh, they had little monitor things, and there's all sorts of squiggles. And uh, Dr. George Verrilli, who they delivered it, saying, Do you feel it? Said, well, yeah, it's sort of <laughs> pressure. And he says, she should be climbing the walls, whereas I'm a big baby, and you know the That's least little thing. That's a surprise. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the least little thing is I'm dying. Oh, oh kill no. me now. Uh, oh, you know, you know, it's like you know. People have different thresholds. Well, you walk know, it redheads have very high have high thresholds of pain. My doctor told me that. Well, is that you've true? been working with me. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's yeah. obvious because you've been working with me for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> My doctor, yeah, he is fascinated by redheaded people. And right? yes, and uh, first we're becoming dis- extinct, so he's very disappointed. My children are not redheads. Number mm-hmm. one, number two, he always says that they have very high thresholds of pain. Yep. So how and do, tolerance how you, levels. Well, you're very tolerant. As I said, working with me nine years. So, Doctor Bobby, <laughs> uh, tell us about Doctor Bobby uh, is just laughing into <laughs> her sleeve right now. So anyway, uh, t- tell us how how you approach that. You know, the, the, do you, do you Look at every patient and assume that they have the same tolerance for pain, or do you try and map out like, all right, this this one like Tree Boss is a big baby, and this <laughs> one's stoic, so I've got to work with these people differently. Yeah, that threshold is actually very key and very important when you're dealing with chronic pain, because everyone's threshold is different, and kind of the longer you have pain and the more frequently you produce that pain, actually the lower that threshold gets, and you're more, you know, it's easier to produce the pain. So. You know, if you used to be able to like walk for half an hour, let's say, mm-hmm. and then your back would ache. Um, if you don't manage that pain well, it might be only 10 minutes before you're feeling pain. So, so it's that, like you remember it. Yes. Something gets okay. remembered that threshold and it's a bad thing. Change. So, you, yeah. Wow. Because I've had the How pleasure. How do you push of, it back? Yeah. How do you push it back to going back to the 30 minutes? You go right to the edge with your therapist. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Right so now I have been enthused. So we know what you confidence. need to do today. Right. So all right, I've been enthused with confidence by Dr. Bobby. I make an appointment. What's my first physical therapy session going to be like? I mean, you're going to like, you know, measure my my knees and stuff like that or yes. see how far I can put my hand up? Sure, or? yes. Yeah. Tell on us your, about it. On your first day... 
especially at most physical therapy, we have, you know, just a wonderful schedule where we take a lot of time on your first visit to really get an idea of your whole body and not just kind of that one little aspect you came in with. You know, you were talking about hip pain, but sometimes there's, you know, actually a back involvement or your feet are involved. So we really like to spend time to get a whole picture. So we'll spend a lot of time, yes, measuring, um, Uh you know, measuring how far you can move and your strength kind of surrounding those painful areas. But we'll also take time to, you know, teach you just something, at least something gentle, something easy to do in the meantime to start reducing your pain. Um, And we really do you know, incorporate some modalities as well. So we might, you know, what recommend does that mean, heat modality? or ice or something oh, like I see. electrical okay. stimulation mm-hmm. where we're just trying to, you know, produce blood flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been talking to Dr. Um, Bobby Davey from most physical therapy. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yes. So it, it, So everybody knows that this is somebody who knows what she's talking about. So after that first visit, uh, you know, when you go to these exercise classes, they say no pain, no gain. You know, you're like, you know, what if somebody's sort of afraid of, gee, my, my you, hip hurts no now. Wonder you, no wonder you whine when you get a hangnail. All you've done is talk about the boo right, here's, part. Here's the deal. We're trying to talk about all, how do we get rid of it. All right, listen. All guys are big babies. You know Boo-hoo-hoo-boo. You know that. All right, so for, for somebody who might be concerned about, gee, you know, uh, Dr. Bobby sounds like a great person. I'm sure she's got my best interests at heart, but... You know, is it going to hurt the physical therapy? You know, is it going to make, make it worse for a while? Um, it's possible that it okay. could, but but ideally, no. But the goal is yes, to make it better. Exactly. Um, you know, and everyone responds differently to therapy. When they walk into the clinic, some people see, you know, all the equipment and they're like, get me <gasps> out of here. Exactly. And then some people are just like, can we go in the gym? Can we go in the gym? You oh. know? And so it's just kind of important to have that relationship with your therapist and you you know, have the discussion with them that first day is like, you know what, look, what I'm trying to be able to do is fold my laundry and get on with my life. You know, that's my goal. And then some people are like, you know, we're going to the state champs this week. So it's just very important to talk to your therapist. So so your your place of of treatment has a gym-like atmosphere to it? We have um, an open gym area and we also have private treatment areas um, for patients who uh, may not want to be out in the gym. Or, um, you know, on your first visit, we wouldn't bring you into the gym unless we thought that you would enjoy that and would benefit from it. Um, So typically we would go right to that kind of private space. Now, most people uh, think of physical therapy as something they're sent to after, you know, they they break their ankle or they they get out of a car accident and they've hurt their neck. The cast is off. Yeah. Yeah. The the boot's off. They're broken ankle. And the doctor says, I'm sending you for three weeks of physical therapy. But if somebody's listening today and says, you know, that sounds like something that could help me. Yeah. Can they come My to you My back directly? hurts all the time, yeah. you know, or exactly. You know, I clean the house. Ha- I vacuum my first floor and my back is killing me when I'm done. Yeah. Can so they just call they, you and make an appointment? You can call and make an appointment. Typically, um, you would need a referral from your doctor, but you can actually come and get an evaluation uh, we have, I think, three par- therapists at the Millbrook location who can see you without a referral. Um, you know, and if there's something else going on, they might refer you back to your doctor. Um, but you could at least come and get an evaluation just to see if physical therapy might be right for you. So, Dr. Bobby, uh, if people want to get a hold of you, why don't you give us your contact information? Sure. Um, our Millbrook office, which is where I work, um, you can contact us by phone, which is 845 677 five zero two one and we are located on two front street which is actually right in the village so you won't miss us if you're headed in there 
And do you have a website? We do, which is millbrookpt.com. Well, Dr. Bobby Davey, thank you for everything you do to relieve pain uh, with your patients, and thanks for joining us today on yep. Radio Rotary. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. And... Miss Sarah O'Connell, who keeps us pain-free by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah and Dr. Bobby, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, visit them at salisburybank.com. And by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. And by the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffolk. Wakilis, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org.